Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. We're just talking off air about Jimmy's cash, which we're playing in the seven. Mm-hmm. And we're doing practice rounds to give everybody an indication of how to win. And I think Jimmy's going to destroy me this week. You guys are pretty close. I mean, we've only done one. We did one last week, too. But Yeah. Yeah. He won yesterday, though. He's got $500 cash. I've yeah. got nothing. <laughs> and I only got two yesterday. Yeah. Two questions right out of the five. Yeah. Anyway, he's just, it's weird. But, like, I don't need to say anything about Jimmy right now. Mm-hmm. I think anybody who's familiar with the show has Jimmy placed in their heads yeah. appropriately. But give him a task like writing a poem and he'll do it in three minutes. Yeah, he can do certain tasks. Yeah. 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 It's a wiring. Mm-hmm. And, and he's good at these contests. Like mm-hmm. this. I Random little trivias. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll be doing that. By the way, that officially starts next week here on The Locker Room and with Pam Kirby at uh, 7.15 and at 4.15. So Monday, September 18th, we start actually giving away cash instead of just playing the game ourselves. That's right. All right. Jimmy's Cash. If you haven't heard us do it, join us just after 7. September 12, 1975, Pink Floyd released their ninth studio album. The name of the album, Wish You Were Here. Gets us going this morning. The Locker Room. Okay, I think we can turn this into a topic and have a discussion around it. It was about a survey about what makes men uncomfortable. (laughs) And uh, if... If any, if women want to weigh in on this, I'm yeah. quite comfortable with this as well. Maybe you can. I want to like hear flip this around. I want to hear what what women say because you know we just have the men things on here, the male perspective. So we need that other side. Yeah, we need to make our own list, do our own study. This topic makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about our feelings for the next hour, everybody. And then Jimmy's gonna <laughs> share a poem. Those That's, poems make me uncomfortable. Me too. <laughs> Should I go? I'm f- looking at this list and I'm almost, I almost feel like I don't want to. Should I go through the list? Oh, this is not good. This what is what makes good. men uncomfortable. Being naked in a men's changing room. 49% of men said they are uncomfortable with that. I'm not that uncomfortable in that situation, to be honest. Being naked in a um, men's change. I am. I think I played enough hockey and stuff throughout the years, right? Where it's it's not that uncomfortable. I'm not. Um, I'm not at my most comfortable. Yeah, you're not at that old man stage yet, where you're no, like I, I haven't drying your 
was oh under the <laughs> yeah i'm not uh, i'm not there i can gear down and go have a shower yeah i would prefer not to <laughs> uh crying in front of male friends 48 percent. okay that yeah that i i can't do that like if i see I anybody crying i'm leaving the room <laughs> this is not gonna make this whole list is just it's gonna make me look awful saying i love you to a male relative oh my god going no. to no that was uh, 45%. 44% to going to a gay bar. I'm out. You don't like I'm getting s- some attention for you? I No. I, listen, I don't care what you do. I, I, and I've said this before. Be you. I want everybody yeah. to be comfortable in their own skin. And I swear to God, I believe in that. Whatever you are and whatever you're attracted to, whatever gets your rocks off, that is your business. Do that and and be comfortable in it. Unfortunately, I, 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 I can't. I wouldn't be able to. No. Don't like getting hit on. No. Um, putting sunscreen on a male friend's I'm back. Out. I'm out. Jimmy Trescaslin in Jamaica. Hey, guys, get my back. I'm out. <laughs> I'll spray you, maybe. Yeah. I'll do this spray. Um, sharing a bed with a male friend, 42%. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. He used to go on, like, going camping or whatever. And then, it's, yeah, that's awkward. It's uncomfortable. No, you, I'm out. You need you need to also throw in their male relative. Like like if you're oh, in a yeah, hotel, dude, yeah, yeah like sharing yeah, a bed like, with your dad when you're a kid, yeah, or when you're an adult. Um, yeah. I would have. I'd prefer to fist fight to to see who gets always, the bed. I always choose to just. I'll <laughs> sleep on the floor. Uh, and wearing pink, that one. Uh, I, that's that's sailed. Yeah, that ship has sailed a long time pink ago. Is no? fine. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the things that men say make them uncomfortable. Is there anything we're missing to make us look even worse? Add it to our human beings. Mark just really doesn't want us to make him think about his feelings. Um, what about me? Uh, like, I'm really uncomfortable when people pat my head. Does that count? Different. It's different. Yeah. 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 I I guess it. Well, unwanted. Touching from a, a that, okay, guy. Unwanting yeah. touch. There, you can say that. Okay, unwanted touching. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that would make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and touching at work. <laughs> That's another one. Can we add that to the list? Who's touching you here? No, no one. <laughs> They've all been fired. <laughs> but remember, there Who's, used to be a where, hugger. Where have they been touching you? <laughs> remember the hugger? You which, know who I'm talking about. Which the one? The hugger. I'm not saying it out loud. I don't know who you're talking about. Locker room topic of the day. What makes you uncomfortable? Dustin just texted in. I've I've experienced this. I've seen men say this. He says, my dad won't wear shorts. He says it makes him feel feminine. I know men that are like maybe 60 years old, whatever. Yeah. Like that will not wear. My dad doesn't really wear shorts ever. It's like blue jeans and that's it. I'm not a shorts guy. You wear shorts year round. But mine, hold on, if you were count. if you were six foot four, would you would you wear the old cutoffs? Maybe, but it's just it's sort of hard to tell because I've yeah. Jimmy will never... go and change. He's oh, I'm going to put on my athletic shorts, and he comes back and they look the exact the same. exact same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're a little shorter. The shorts thing, I that's a conversation definitely, and I think you're right. That is an older guy's yeah. thing. Like it, it's I, thirty-five I was working degrees, for a, and they're wearing black jeans. I was outside. working for a farmer. Um, and we were combining and I was just going to be sitting in a, 
air-conditioned combine, like nice all day. And I wore shorts, and they were like, what the? What are you doing? Where are your coveralls. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting in like a luxurious <laughs> combine all day. I can wear shorts. The locker room topic of the day. What makes you uncomfortable? Bad movie Dan um, said talking about medical issues with other people. Yeah. I feel like not on this show so much because we do so much of it on the show talking about medical issues and trying to convince Jimmy to go to a doctor and stuff. So maybe and we're not comfortable with it. But if you're in a car on a long ride with somebody and they start getting into all their medical issues, I can see where that that could get uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Also, you know what I find like really awkward is when somebody um, incessantly talks about the dumps they have. That's you, and they the color that is you, and you don't care if, the, if we're eating. The, the smell, like, the, how much? Yeah. the uh, quantity. Just, you have no. I just wish it how would many, stop. How many wipes it took? <laughs> that is you. A full breakdown every time. The locker room topic of the day. What makes you uncomfortable? Devin said having a tucked in T-shirt makes me feel very self-conscious. Yeah, I get that. If you got a bit of a belly or anything, like having tucking in your shirt, it makes it pop, right? So, are you a tucker? Yeah, you, Jimmy's the tucker. Uh, I used to, but the, the only time my shirt's ever tucked is if I just put my pants on and it's over top of my shirt. I have a weird thing with my t-shirts, and it's mm-hmm. what I wear ninety-nine point nine percent of the time. Um, you'll see me in a collared shirt once every two weeks. Your anniversary on the weekend. I had a collared shirt yeah. on. <laughs> I put on the fancy shirt. <laughs> so I um I will put a t-shirt on, and I if I pull something over top of it, mm-hmm. it has to be tucked in. Yeah, you you have to if you're putting a sweater or anything. Is that you too? Mm, depends on the sweater. If the sweater's a bit shorter, yes. But if it's a longer one, no. See, I wear pullovers and hoodies and, yeah. and everything. Like when I leave the house in the morning, it's even in the summer, it's a little snappy. Yeah. So I'm not walking out just in a t shirt. I've got a hoodie and I cannot leave the house without my t shirt. But as soon as I take the hoodie, you I untuck. can't. I yeah. have to take it off. And it's a comfort thing for me. Yeah. I know even like at a wedding or something, say I'm in a suit. There's always a point where it's like, yeah, I'm going to start to untuck this shirt a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got um, a suit for the daughter's wedding mm-hmm. in, the, in the summer, and uh, I didn't get fitted properly. I, I don't know if you ever do. <laughs> yeah. And my shirt probably could have fit the guy that played defensive line for the Bears <laughs> in 1976. It's because your arms are so long. So it was, I looked like I was wearing a tent by the time the dancing started. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. What makes you uncomfortable? Kane said meeting new people. Oh, really? Kane? Kane? I know Kane. He said, well, he said that. He said, I like you guys and I'm still uncomfortable with you. <laughs> I get that. I think that's a man thing too, but uh, ladies probably at the same time are I don't uncomfortable, have social... Anxiety meeting. like that, I'm I'm usually pretty good around new. You don't mind meeting new people? No. Oh, I hate it. It's the worst. I have no I, I have no problem. Stop with introducing it. me to people. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's awful. Me and Kane are the same. Grant is interesting in that you're you're a social person, mm-hmm. and you you're good in a social setting. And you're like, and Grant's the guy that gets up and does karaoke, but 
there are moments where I, I have noticed you, like if it's like a one-on-one or a table, mm-hmm. I've noticed like, okay, I'm going to need to carry this one. Yeah. <laughs> right? I yeah, kind of get that certain, vibe. Certain vibes from people can make me very uncomfortable. If they're talking about the same thing over and over again, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm out, checked out. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mike said, had a good one on this topic for uncomfortable meeting people. When my wife says we're going to a friend of hers house for dinner and I've not met her husband and my wife says we're going to be best friends with them and you got to meet the wife's husband. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing. Meeting new people, getting forced into a situation. Yeah. See, my wife never says that because she's aware of how it's going to go. want you meeting people. <laughs> she's. <laughs> There's no expectations. <laughs> She's like, when we're showing off, she, she, when we're showing up, she knows I'm going to wear on them quickly, and yeah, then we're yeah. going to have to have an exit plan. <laughs> She's the locker room topic of the day. What makes you uncomfortable? Michelle said, "Close talkers." When people get real close to you to talk, she says, "When I'm dealing with a close talker, I try to fake a laugh at something they say, take a couple steps back, and give a little space between us." But they always end up closing that space up. What is that? She said, "Why do people do that?" Yeah. How do people become close talkers? I have no I idea what I don't that get is. That. It's just, is it that they don't get in? They don't feel like people are paying attention to them, so they have to get right in their face or something. I don't know. I've I've seen this. I've worked with a yeah. couple over the years, and it is it's a bizarre. And it was a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, the close talker, right? But it it exists. It's mm-hmm. actually a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I wonder know why. That, I wonder I if they've done studies on like why some people become close talkers. And I wonder if I always, I always think about people's self awareness in cert, in certain situations, mm-hmm. right? Because over the years, as I have gotten older, I've realized my impact on people in in a room and in private and email. Yeah. And I always have this sense of, okay, I need to remove myself from this situation because I'm not, I'm not, I'm, things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going to progress well from this situation, right? And so I feel like that took some time for me to figure out. I've told you guys this. When I when I hit about thirty, I realized that no one gave a yeah. You weren't here to save the world. Yes, that no one cared about my version of the truth, <laughs> right? And yeah. that was a big lesson for me, yeah. right? Because I I legitimately thought I was put on the planet to be honest with everybody, and then I you know and then you 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 see things disintegrate around you. You get mm-hmm. put into a management situation, and you go, oh my god, people really don't care what I think. Yeah. And and so I wonder if somebody that is a close talker hasn't had that realization yet. We got an example in this room of somebody that was unaware of something. Jimmy was unaware of how annoying his but his his one liners were. Mm-hmm. Remember, and everybody has a friend or two in their friends group that is that guy that's just sitting there, thinks they're hilarious. Waiting for that yeah. opportunity to get a one-liner going, mm-hmm. right? And and we were talking to Jimmy not long ago, this summer, 
about whether or not were you aware that you were this guy? And he's like, "No, not until I met you guys." He, I had no idea. I thought until, it was hilarious until you guys started berating me about yeah. it, and then he sort of well, it, then, it went over my head. I will come over there. And you've gotten into situations recently, like you and Wade both got into like this cycle of one-liners going back and forth at yeah. each other, and you couldn't get out of it. Neither one of you could well, break out of it. But hold on. How did it stop? We called it out. Grant goes, you guys are in a loop. Because <laughs> they just kept going back and forth, one-liner, 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 and they couldn't stop. Yeah. And the whole and system was as, about to explode. As soon as, Grant, as soon as Grant goes, you guys are on a loop, and you could tell there was an annoyance in his voice. He didn't say stop. He just said, he just made a reference to it. Both of you guys kind of looked at each other, and then that it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> then we were able to continue on. When we were broadcasting from his house in Bruderheim. <laughs> <laughs> but I know for a fact that Wade was just waiting for us to leave so he could start doing one-liners again. <laughs> well, if we didn't call it out, it would have gone on all morning, all morning. between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. until someone died. <laughs> Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. This isn't for real. This is just to show you how this contest works. We start Monday, September 18th. You'll have a chance to win $500 cash with the locker room at 715-ish and at 415 with Pam. Pam! 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 All right, it's five questions, 25 mm-hmm. seconds, and we've turned this into a bit of a competition between Jimmy and myself. We started on Friday. We did one yesterday. So far, I have six out of ten questions right, and I've won zero cash. Jimmy has eight out of ten questions right, and yesterday would have won $500 of his own cash. Are you ready? You get to go first okay. because you won yesterday. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. Who is on the Canadian $100 bill? John A. McDonald. What is the last letter of the Greek alphabet? Beta. What planet is closest to Earth? Uh, Mars. What school did Harry Potter attend? Hogwarts. What type of corn had the hardest kernels? Has the hardest kernels. Popcorn. And you didn't do well. Uh, the only one you got right was uh, Hogwarts. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. Better luck next time. Hold on, he got Ro- four out of five wrong? Robert Borden is on the $100 bill. Eighth okay. Prime Minister of Canada. All right. Last letter of the Greek alphabet is Omega. Uh, Mercury is the closest planet to Earth. Okay. Uh, and flint is the type of corn that has the hardest kernel. Never even heard of flint corn. We're from Tabor. That's why I thought I'd throw a corn question for you. <laughs> I'm not a corn farmer. I thought he got them all right. <laughs> hey, Lachlan. We're so bad at this. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Ready. Here's mine. Three, two, one. What is it called when you get three consecutive strikes in Bolin? A turkey. What is the real name of Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian series? Grogu. What's the capital of Russia? Moscow. What do you call an animal that lives on land and water? Pass. What are dried grapes called? Raisins. What do you call an animal that lives on land and water? And I mean... I don't... It's not an amphetamine. <laughs> Amphibian. Amphibian. <laughs> you got everything else right. 
His were did I get four out of five? He did, yeah. His were a lot easier than mine. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta hit this. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Say bye bye to my bucks, baby. Yeah, dude. I still under, next time. at least you won five hundred dollars. <laughs> Locks does Did you one. get that, that that when I said the planet right? Because someone just texted in and they're right. Mercury is closest to the sun, not the Earth. I don't know. That's not worth arguing. <laughs> it is because I got the right one. <laughs> okay, we'll give you that no, one. Mercury is the nearest planet to Earth and every other planet in the solar system. You look it up. Mercury is the closest planet to Earth. There so. goes Jimmy's day. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to spend the next 12 hours trying to prove you wrong. Welcome to the locker room. People are still fighting on text. Uh, they're, all, they're all going, Venus is the closest. I thought it was literally, Mars. Literally just Google what is the class, closest planet to Earth and Mercury. It says Venus is not Earth's closest neighbor. Physicstoday.com. So Venus, though, we'll is the close. one we see... The morning star. Yeah, every once in a while, right? I think that's probably why people are thinking that. Okay, anyway. Yeah, it's funny. People were worked up. Jimmy is still mad. (laughs) I thought it was Mars, I got it wrong anyway. Well, Mars is the one we're trying to go to, right? But it would have been Venus. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now. Grant Johnson. I don't know if this is one of the signs in the Bible of the return of Jesus. Jesus, too, he's back and looking for revenge. (laughs) But this story does feel a little biblical, doesn't it? In Portugal, um, the street was turned into a river of red wine in this city Mm. after two tanks that were holding 600,000 gallons of red wine were damaged, spilling wine onto the street. So literally, they had a flood of red wine going down the street, creating an actual river. And I'm shocked that in the videos I've seen, I haven't seen a single person on the street with a bucket trying to collect as much as they could. Because I know where we probably would be as a show. (laughs) Lachlan needs to go pick up hogs on the side of the road when they'd spill out of trucks. Hands and knees. They should uh, make this a permanent thing, hey? Be quite the tourist attraction. A Red River wine? Are you a middle-aged lady who calls yourself a wino to hide your crippling alcoholism? Boy, do we have the girls' trip for you. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not a permanent red wine river, and uh, the city has already planned on on, uh, spilling millions of gallons of baking soda and water to clean up the spilled wine, so it will be gone in, in no time. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. It's Tuesday. Take advantage of the weather before the whole tour moves indoors. Book online at edmontongloryholetours.com. Welcome to the locker room. So, Elon Musk is in the news right now. Apparently, he had a third kid with... Grimes. She's Canadian too, right? She is, yeah. She's a singer from Vancouver, I believe. So Okay. But isn't she from Saskatchewan or am no, I No, he's from Saskatchewan. I know that, but I yeah. thought she was also from Saskatchewan and then oh, I don't know. moved to Maybe, yeah. 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 Claire Boucher was her name, but it's now Grimes. What's her real like her full name? Claire Boucher. No, but her is it just, what? what is it, something Grimes? Just Grimes. Just Grimes? Yeah. Oh, she's a perfect match for you. <laughs> Good Lord. So they're not together, though. They Their relationship is fluid, is what she said. 
So they're not together. There was some weird stuff happening. Like she was on Twitter saying she hadn't seen any of her kids in a long time. And Elon wasn't letting her see her son, X, the one that they call X. Um, and I don't know. But now it's confirmed. Oh, they actually have three kids together, not two. Good Lord. So Vanity Fair did a story. They found out, oh, Elon Musk and Grimes actually have three kids. They have another kid who is named... Uh, <laughs> You ready for this? No. No. Techno Mechanicus. So does he want his kids to hate him? Like, like, well, like, his one kid does. Um, his oldest, I think it was. Won't have anything to do with him. Yeah, basically is getting their na- her name changed and like wants nothing to do with him. Do you tell people that he's your father? Listen, he's he's apparently got money, so yeah. the kids are probably going to be okay. They're, they're going to be well off. So does that... Does that sort of ease the pain of having a father that the entire, uh, not everybody, but I, I'd say a majority of people in the world dislike him on mm-hmm. some level. He's kind right? of a super villain, right? Um, he's got 11 kids now. 11? I, I was reading seven. That's what they thought he had. But remember he had They just s- keep coming out of the water. So he had, they thought he had seven. <laughs> then they discovered this one. And then there was another one, and then he had a set of twins with another woman. Good so he's got, Lord. like, two sets of twins and a set of triplets and three kids with grimes. He says uh, the biggest problem the world is facing is population decline, so he's doing his part. He's saving humanity. So. Thank you, Elon. And giving them horrible names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his biography comes out this week, too. Today, actually. So it's... it's um. It's in bookstores? Yeah, it'll be out in bookstores would today. You, I would probably read that. Would you? Okay, I'm wondering if I, um, I, I would think, be able to get through it. I don't know if I could. I don't think it's like a... Like, I think it's a real look at him, because I was reading about... They put in there about his mood swings and how up and down he is and hard to work with. and Yeah, so... For me... I don't think it's a fluff piece for him. For me, I find it interesting like i can go on my day Mm -hmm. and not be too concerned about what elon musk is doing Mm -hmm. right oh yeah i know people that can't go a day without tweeting or being upset about what elon musk is doing and i find that odd strange but then i have that with pete davidson So, but, <laughs> so, so dealing with his kids, do you think he's going to top Nick Cannon? He is twelve. So, is it, do you Maybe think Elon is? Yeah, he might be. Well, because he's dating like two other women too. I think right now, Elon Musk. No, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's there's rumors about who he's hanging out with. He's hanging out with somebody from that that Neuralink mm-hmm. um, company that he started. And he's dating, I think, an, another actress. Okay, as well. Like they're he's been he gets seen around. With- yeah, I don't know how he has time for that. <laughs> he claims he spends all his time working, but he's always at these weird he's, sex parties and weird, like yeah, weird Hollywood stuff. Yeah, right. Like, wasn't he at uh, Burning Man too? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, he's living his life, <laughs> living his best life. The locker room news. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has arrived in Russia for his summit with uh, Vladimir Putin. 
Kim is expected to seek economic aid and military technology from the Russians, while Putin desperately needs munitions for his war in Ukraine. They've been depleting their supply, and uh, and uh, North Korea has a whole stockpile. They said millions of like artillery shells and everything else from the Soviet era. What could go wrong? Um, that's about to expire, so they're saying you can have them if you give us something in return any arms deal with north korea would violate sanctions which russia has supported in the past they've been okay with sanctioning north korea but now they need something from them so kim jumped on his his (sighs) trusty old train there that goes 20 miles an hour he's made it to russia i am not like a geography expert but that's the thing that surprised me yesterday when i looked that up that that he could get to russia from north korea but it, yeah. it's a thing right it is gotta a go thing, through yeah. mongolia but um <laughs> it's a thing is it and i listen jimmy please don't be insulted when i say this <laughs> i'm not Chinese. i can't wait no <laughs> yeah i'm not what does Chinese. your family think of kim i mean they all escaped north korea <laughs> Jimmy, no. Is it actually, Grant? You, you. <laughs> is it kind of like Jimmy running a country? A little bit, yeah. Like comparatively speaking, because well, he was thrown into it at a young age because his dad died, Kim Jong Il, and then they're like, "Oh, we need a successor." Oh, this kid is in his. He's he's ready. I guess. And like if, now if, he's like now he's like forty something. If I came to you and I said Jimmy's running a country, <laughs> would you be as shocked as as we are that this if, that this idiot's running North Korea? Yeah. If like, you told me someone like me was running a country, well, just, I'd be I like, think that's what? what this is like. He's so goofy. Yeah. Like those pictures of him. My my screensaver on this computer. Is him riding a white horse in the mountains. <laughs> and like that picture of him when they opened up the new orphanage and he's looking over the crib and he's smoking. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but every time I think of, of North Korea and I think of Kim and I think of him running a country, yeah. I'm like, this is like Jimmy running a country. <laughs> like, it legit is. Yeah. And I'm not saying you couldn't do it. I'm just saying. You could run a small country. That it, it would terrify the living hell out of me if you had. If you were in charge of anything. But to be honest, if you were running a country, I'd be horrified. Why? <laughs> well, you're the sanity. Yeah, I'd be. Gr- I'd be a great Dick- world leader. You think he'd be a good dictator? <laughs> He's already a dick. Hey, oh, hey. There he is. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. There's a story that went viral a couple of days ago. It was a woman. She was. She works down in the states. She posts a story about. I think it was on a Reddit thread, and it went viral. She posts a story. Should I report my stinky colleague to HR? And then she kind of got graphic about the description of this yeah. this individual that she works with, and it it got a little punchy downy mm-hmm. a little bit and so i don't think we need to go there but i think it's an interesting conversation yeah she was looking for advice essentially saying like hey we have a really stinky coworker. Mm-hmm. can i say anything to hr am i am i in the wrong here to say something to report them to hr because they are ruining my work day they're making it hard for me i thought this would be an interesting question for jimmy 
Yeah, we wanted you to take the lead on this one, Jimmy. Yeah. I don't know. I got I got no complaints to HR, but there was a little bit of uh, what haven't you made fun of the smell of, of mine? My feet. But do you think we we? Do you think would think, you be what would happen if you were working and then you found out you got called into the HR and they were like, "Hey Jimmy, just to let you know, um, some coworkers have complained <laughs> about the smell." See, you're in a different situation because we're we're like a family. We're 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 pretty close. It's a different knit, work situation, right? And so if you come in one day and you don't smell right. Grant and I are going to tell you. Yeah. And you, to your benefit, and and again, we've talked about this before, to your benefit, you're aware of it and sensitive to the fact that you are a smelly little animal. Yeah. Right? And so you have, like, he's got an extra change of clothes in his... He's started to prepare, yeah. He's got mouthwash. He's got, like, literally, you could have a bath at work, if need be, based on the supplies Um, that you carry around with you 24-7. I used to work with a person at one of the very first call centers I ever worked at. She was a large woman. (laughs) And, um, And she didn't... Hell of a cook bathe very often or well and she got sent home from work several times because of because um, her smell of really it, wow. because it was see i've never seen this yeah it, it, uh, no it, but it, and it i was, feel like you could do that was, to a man but it was bad like it like she had we're also talking about call centers who are already yeah probably she doing had, something illegal she had stains <laughs> so in her clothes oh yeah yeah and like See, Jimmy has this, he has this containment thing, too. Like, because yeah. Grant and I have talked about this, and not that we need to go down this path for any length of time here, but we've talked about don't disturb that. because it's like it settles on his body. And, and it sort of stays in his little area. Yeah. And we're, like, I'm 10 feet away from Jimmy. Grant's 10 feet away yeah. from Jimmy. And if he doesn't move, if he doesn't shift or do a lot of like physical activity <laughs> in the spot, as soon as he disrobes or pulls a shoe off or anything like that, then we're in trouble. It's like, and, and it, yeah, and it fills just, the room. And it grows and yeah. it sort of crawls away from him. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it latches onto us. <laughs> you, you sound like it's, it's but, a toxic... But if you're, you're not, when you walk into a room, you don't fill a room with some, your most, scent. Some days, yeah. Ah, you fill my car. Like when you sit, whenever I yeah. drive him around... When I'm he like, came in oh, this morning because he had been rushing from the bus... As soon as you got in here this morning, it was like, whoo, but now it's settled. There now are people. It itself again. There are people, though, that walk into a room and you can't help but notice that there's something going on. Yeah. Right? And that's an interesting question because I've never had to deal with this. I haven't had a normal job. I do either. know of someone that we all know in radio who had a talking to about their smell in radio. Oh, I remember that. Um, yeah. The bigger guy? Yeah. Does mornings now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was like, hey, there's been complaints. Like, at this point, he was just, like, on, like, the street team and yeah, yeah. just trying to get into trying radio. To get his door in, and they were like, hey, you need to start bathing. Like, <laughs> I've never seen this before. Like, I've never had to deal. I've actually been pulled aside. Yeah. For my smell. 
Really? This was years ago when I worked. Uh, I forgot about this until right now. Wow. So I worked at the Pan Pacific Hotel, and I did overnights when I was going to radio school. Yeah. And I did that for a couple of years when I was when I was going to BCIT. So I would I would literally go home after school in the afternoon. Sleep as long as I possibly could. Get up at eleven. Get on the Sky Train. Zip down mm-hmm. to the Pan Pacific. Work my six seven hour shift in the in in overnights. And then the only real crossover with anybody was in the mornings. Yeah. And um, I ended up getting. And I don't know if you if this has ever happened to you, but I I had plugged. Sweat glands oh, in really? my armpits, I've never and I that. had Grant. I had golf-sized, like golf ball-sized lumps in my armpits, Ugh. and it hurt so bad. It was it was unbelievably painful. I went to the doctor, and he goes, "You got to first off, you got to change your deodorant. Whatever you're yeah. using is probably help like not not working for you. So find something else." And then he said to me, "He goes, and you got to put hot." Hot cloths on it, blah, 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 and stop wearing pit stick for like a week or two until they go down. And I am not the guy that can get away with walking (laughs) around the world without wearing some sort of deodorant. in a fancy hotel. Well, and and not only that, you're wearing a monkey suit, right? Yeah. And it's like canvas and it's, and it's, it's, it contains. And after a couple of days, I, like, I knew I was stinking, but I wasn't going to say anything. I just, and the manager pulled me aside and he's like, dude, what's going on? Like, you, you stink. We can't, you can't work. You're, you're going into rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, so anyway, I was like, oh man, I got this problem. I can't put pit stick on. And so yeah. I had a talking with you. Yeah. I and forgot about that until just now. That's why you feel so inspired to help Jimmy. Somebody helped you out back then? No, no, no. I'm very sensitive to smells. <laughs> and are. when he comes in here and he shits his pants or he does something to fill this room with his stink, mm-hmm. I'm going to let him know about it. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that about you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. So, Aquaman 2, they teased Aquaman. the new... Aquaman! I knew you'd love this. Uh, the new tra- uh, teaser came out because they're shooting a, they're releasing a huge trailer. Why is it taking them so long to release this second Aquaman? Yeah, it's been quite like a few years. They've been talking it? about it for a long. Amber Heard and that whole thing. And but it, part of it was, was that. It's hard to shoot weather. underwater, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> was that and whether or not they were going to use her and then there was oh. like and then the writer strikes and all that kind of stuff so the also, movie is so out. hard working with seahorses remember yeah they are hard to train yeah, remember ross talking about how difficult it was filming those shots with the monkey mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the seahorses well and he's got to ride on the sea turtles too that takes a lot of practice to yeah. balance and yeah yeah so the movie is coming out to december the 20th but they're re- releasing a full trailer on the, on the 14th. <laughs> but this movie, he has a real trident this time instead of... Oh, the, that's that's what this one's called, too. We should get the name of it. It's called Aquaman and the Lost Dildent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I watched some of the first Aquaman. He had a, a trident in that one, didn't he? He got it in that one. He in the first one for the first little bit. He had his mother's like trident, which, for which had which had four <laughs> teeth. So um, we're and still he is riding looking, a seahorse in this one. By the way, we are. I know. I saw it in the trailer. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, the tease trailer. We're now releasing teasers for the trailer. How stupid is that? So 
we are still looking for someone to build us a dildent. Well, so. we have a welder in the room with us right now. <laughs> we need a stick with three dildos on it. <laughs> and if it can spin, Mel. Yeah, we want to hit a button and it'll... Yeah. For gardening. <laughs> we'll talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll send you this... The schematics. <laughs> if, no, I'm serious. I want to see build some, this somebody thing. build us a dildent. We could sell it on our merch page. Yes. We'll give you a cut. We'll give you a cut <laughs> of the proceeds. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Welcome, Mel from Dark Side of the Crow. How we doing, brother? Good, good, good. And you're back from Australia. You didn't pick up an accent while you were there? Good eye, Mike. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. One thing I did learn, though, uh, put another shrimp on the Barbie. Is not a thing. It is. It was Paul Hogan speaking American. Oh, he was making fun of, of, Americans. of Americans making fun of an Australian accent. And now everybody hates him for it. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that. I did know that that that, that, was, a, that was a Hogan thing. Yeah. Um, and then you went down to Cali for, it, it was a TV thing, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, they just released Ember's TV. Okay. Which is the first subscription-based TV platform. So okay. okay, very neat. Okay, and so you did. You taped some shows for them. We're in, we're in the process of doing a whole dark side channel there. So and so yeah, it's all barbecue shows and, yep. and everything else programs. So which yep. is interesting cool. because you and I have talked about doing a a TV show, a Correct. YouTube show. Correct. And um, the one thing that we need to come up with is a name for the show. That's right. Have you got any thoughts? I've been rolling it around my head. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. So I'll give people a, a bit of a concept of the show, and this is this is legit. We're we're kind of stealing Bert Kreischer's idea. Something burning. Something's burning. Yep. Something's burning, which he does on YouTube as well, and he'll have guests in and and he'll cook for them or they they prepare some kind of a meal. The difference between that show and the show that you and I want to do is that you're actually. You actually know what you're doing. I have no clue what I'm doing. You're going to show me how to prepare a meal, and we're going to cook for somebody, and then we're just going to roll tape. Correct. And it's going to be barbecue-based. That's right. And it'll probably be in your backyard. And it'll be more fun as well. So it'll, there's that. It'll be fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely have some fun with it. So right. if anybody has any ideas on a name... Honestly, I think you should get your listeners in there even more, if you can, get suggestions on meals. Right? Oh yeah, okay. definitely things and they want to see cooked. Also, talk to your uncle George, right? Who's in the oil field? He's yeah. big money hustler, right? We need some sponsors as well, so get mm-hmm. on to that. Okay, yeah, we go. do need sponsors. Yep, to, to buy the, the the supplies and pay for the lighting and stuff like that. That's okay, right. but so th- this it, is a thing. We're like Mel and I are seriously talking about this, and we we could potentially cook for more than one person, right? We'll have one special guest, but if there's a few people that helped us with the episode. There's, there's always enough food to go around. So. Abs- absolutely. I actually have an idea for a guest for the first one. Awesome. Um, and I don't want to say anything because he hasn't agreed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> none, of them, none of them will when they know what time it is, but that's okay. We're going to have fun with it. That's it. All right. Mel is actually in a bit early because we have um, we have the guys from Meat coming down, and, and we have a bit of a presentation happening here. They were doing your wings at Meat just off of White for the month of August, and they were 
were selling them and the money was going to Yes, which is a really cool little charity here in town. So the money stayed locally and uh, helped out a very good cause. And uh, it it blew up. It yeah, was it, it was exceptional. So we got Aaron from Meat coming down here. We'll figure out how much money that uh, that was made in the month of August selling your dark side of the grill and heartbeat hot sauce wings. Yep. Yeah, they were good. We went down a couple of times. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, fantastic. Any ideas, suggestions on the on the name? name? Ken said you could call it Walk, Swim, Fly to the Grill. Um, We had Ryan saying Cruising, Boozing, and Barbecue. And Wes said call it Mel, Locks It Down. That one's just corny enough. (laughs) Yeah, well... I keep thinking, like, in my head, I'm like, there's got to be something with, like, lock, stock, and barrel, like... Something, yeah. Yeah. Do we want to have a play on my name, though? I am... Uh, I don't know. Lock, stock, and two smoking grills? Oh. But you have, like, seven back there. <laughs> well, we don't have to use them all. <laughs> the Locker Room, only on Chris. I don't know a lot about international law, but I oh, really? do know something. <laughs> Don't get me. caught doing anything illegal in Turkey. Mm. They do not mess around. They do not. No. Did you see that story about the crypto guy? Yeah. Uh, he got 11,000 years in jail or something like that. And they were trying to get him 40,562 <laughs> years in jail. <laughs> 20,000 for good behavior. <laughs> so he was like the boss of um, some big cryptocurrency, and they put him in jail That's for legit, right? defrauding invest- investors of millions of dollars. Um, founder of Thodex. So if you use that one, um, he is in jail for a few years. I, a little I, bit of time. I'm not sure he'll see the outside ever again. You know what I find shocking about this crypto thing? And in the conversation revolving around cryptocurrency is that there are still people out there that legitimately, and we'll get a text. Oh, people will be mad at you for saying that it's not legit. It is a total scam, everyone. Mm-hmm. Save your money. I, I even do not do this. Uh, what's the guy with the neck tattoos that wanted to be mayor of Toronto? Oh, <laughs> Chris Sky. Chris Sky was even calling it a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's let's stay away, everyone. Yeah. I mean, this is just there'll be another guy that'll pop up. What's happening is it's unregulated, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's attracting that under sort of that underbelly of society, and well, you're not safe. Yeah, in people there. people figure out how to be criminals with it, right? <laughs> and how to rip people off. So it's a good point. Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. All right. We said that we were keeping Mel around because we had a bit of an announcement and we got Aaron from Meat with us. If you missed it, we had uh, Mel's Wings, Dark Side of the Grill, and his Heartbeat Hot Sauce at meat for the month of August and Aaron you guys are selling them for a very good cause. We sold them uh, in for proceeds actually going to uh, yes actually. She's and, a local uh, charity for, for youth. Through right? everyone's yeah. support man we were able to donate 2500 bucks. Wow. That's a lot yeah. of wings. It's yeah. a lot of wings being crushed. You gotta think about that too right? Like that's 2500 bucks 
off of selling plates of wings, a pound of wings. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's a lot. That's Good a lot job. Of wings. Good job. Yeah, that ended up being 721 orders for the month of uh, for the month of August, and I think that might be our uh, hottest selling meat feature for a one month duration. Amazing. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Good work. Yeah. yeah, nice work. So when you guys were talking about this, um, how did it how did it come together? Because uh, well, I know you're a, a wing guy, but how did you guys decide on doing the um, on, on the, the the wings and the smoke and everything like that? Well, he he came up with wings. We've been looking for something to collab with for a while. So yeah, this was perfect. This was a perfect mix. Yeah, if you missed it, um, uh, uh, too bad because they were unbelievable. We went down a couple of times. Jimmy and I went down again the other day on on Wednesday, and the dip was. Just absolutely insane. So, oh, what'd you call it? A fat guy dip? Yeah, fat, fat guy sauce? Yeah. Lot <laughs> loves his dips. He's all about the dips. I am yeah. a, I'm a big dip guy yeah. for sure. Um, you know what? Uh, honestly, I can't wait for the next time you guys get together and, and put something together. Please let us know um, because we'll we'll definitely go down. I know, Mel, you're working on a rub or something. Well, you have... You have a rub, but you're packaging it, and and that's coming out soon. Is and like yeah, no, November, it's gonna be hitting all the local barbecue stores. Okay, oh, back awesome. Grills, Alberta, right? Maybe, yeah. Oh, back here. Yeah. Okay, Matt. Matt in the yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, is there a charity angle there? Maybe. No, just goes going to going to the case of Mel. He's got to make money somehow. <laughs> Mel's broke. People buy it all. That's it. That's the one. That's you just have to ask Locke where the money for our merchandise goes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's no charity. We'll talk there. about that later. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Listen, Aaron, thank you for coming down. If you have not had a chance to go to meet, it's the best barbecue joint in the city. It's just off of White um, on uh, Calgary Trail. Uh, We've been down there a couple of times now, and I think it's going to be a regular spot for us. You guys feature local beers, local products. You do all the smoking in the back as as well. So you're up early, eh, Aaron? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm actually supposed to be there right now. But (laughs) I took time out of my busy day to uh, come and hang out with you guys and, you know, plug our... uh, amazing restaurants yeah so. yeah awesome yeah. okay appreciate you coming down so yes yeah. is getting a check for 2500 bucks thank yep. you to dark side of the grill mel and meat for putting that on good work guys thanks great deadly thanks yeah. guys on air online and on our app welcome to the locker room correct me if i'm wrong but Brittany might not have the best taste in men Britney Spears does not have the best taste in men. I think you are 100% correct. The latest news is that kevin Federline wants an increase in child support. And their kids are like 18. I know. They're almost out of the house. I mean, I get it that he's got them 100% of the time. They haven't seen her in, in so years. So she's completely estranged from her boys? She had with him. put up a video saying, like, yeah, she hadn't seen... Because remember when they wanted to move to Hawaii? And she kind of objected. And they were like, we haven't even seen you in two years. Why do you care if we move to Hawaii? And then she let them go. And That's um, too bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, if it, it wouldn't matter to me. It, would, it doesn't matter if it's if it's uh, male or female, mom or dad. Yeah, you got to see. You got to see your, your kids. kids. Um, That's unfortunate. She currently pays forty thousand dollars a month for the two kids. You think she might have access to them? But that was <laughs> that was predicated on them having fifty fifty. When they came up with that amount, it was fifty percent. And he's like, I've had them one hundred percent of the time. I want more money. And I don't think K-Fed works a whole lot. No. <laughs> he doesn't seem like the type. But 40000 a month is a lot of money. When they, yes! When, when, these, when these rich like, people... That's more than I make in a year. 
when these when these rich people fight and divorces and everything else, they always um, like the whole Kevin Costner one. It's like, oh, the kids have gotten used to a certain level of comfort, mm-hmm. and they can't have any less than that when they're with dad. It's not fair to dad that they have to live in his one bedroom bachelor apartment. I was um, chatting with a, a friend of mine, and and we were talking about his separation, and it was years ago, and he was paying. Uh, it was a it, like a ridiculous amount of money in what do you call it when they don't have kids? Um, uh, alimony. So uh, was it alimony? So he had he had Spousal a parental support, one, yeah. but but then he had to pay another one like on top of that mm-hmm. for 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 her. And I was like, "You've got to be kidding!" And he's like, "No." And the other thing was, what ended up happening was every six months she would take him to court. Yeah, and they would have to sit down and have another discussion about um, increasing the money she was getting. And um, finally, I think it happened two or three times. On the third time, she, he took his bankruptcy lawyer mm-hmm. and just said, "If this goes through, because he, it was just going through, she yeah. would, she would say, I, I have a problem. This is I uh, I'm not getting enough money. Boom, boom, boom.' And then the courts would decide in her favor every time. So he just brought his bankruptcy and he said i'm selling everything i'm i i'll i'm gonna sell the house i'm gonna get rid of the car i'm getting i'm just i'm liquidating my assets i'm declaring personal bankruptcy i can't do this anymore and then that stopped the the trips to the lawyers yeah that was it hey but i like i'm not gonna say what it was but it was shocking yeah it was shocking and listen i'm i'm not saying that that the spouse doesn't deserve it, but I think my dad was paying 125 bucks a month. <laughs> well, Jimmy, back Jimmy knows the guy who sends his kids gift cards every couple months. Like, <laughs> I, th- I think the last time it was Walmart. <laughs> uh, Kevin Costner, he was, I was in Sears pants <laughs> until I was 24 years of age. Uh, Kevin Costner was ordered $63,000 a month is what he's paying. And is there kids involved there? That's for his child's for three kids. Okay. Yeah. He's got, I think he has younger kids that too, but he fell so- apart like crazy, him and his wife, eh? Yeah. That's a crazy one. But I think in the States, if you're rich and you're famous, you're going to get, and it doesn't matter if you're male or female, mm-hmm. they're going to tune you up when you go to court. Yeah. Right? $40,000 a month is what Brittany is paying and he... And, Kevin Federline wants more. He's basically paying this loser to sit at home and... Hey, he's a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a loser. (laughs) You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.